This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio gets the job done right with help from our trusted contributors at the Ontario College of Trades. Welcome back. And we are, as we said, about to switch gears. And autumn is almost upon us. Actually, this week it happens. So now is the perfect time to get that pre-winter automotive tune-ups. Maybe you've had some bad experiences with servicing your vehicle in the past. Maybe you ended up feeling ripped off, but have no fear. Sherry Haig from the Ontario College of Trades and Jamie Holmes, the VP of the Master Mechanic Inc., are here to chat and give us some useful tips that will help us steer clear of vehicle maintenance rip-offs. So uh, they're here to put the brakes on being taken for a ride. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Libby. Well, um, as you know, it's getting, even though it doesn't feel like uh, fall out there, uh, we are getting that time of day where, uh, time of the year where you should probably be bringing your car in. And uh, if you're like me and probably a lot of other people, you just kind of drive it in and keep your fingers crossed and hope for the best. But there are a lot of people out there who are uncertified and you could be walking away with disaster. So you really need to know that the person that's doing the work is certified. I mean, I know that when I drive my car in, I mean, you know, they could tell me whatever. I'm not really going to know the difference. I sort of feel funny saying that, saying that in public, but that is the truth, Jamie. Oh, no, no, for sure. Um, People always feel, you know, perhaps uh, uncomfortable when they don't understand something. Uh, I mean, I certainly do too. People would, you just say to me when I ran my own shop, they say, oh, but you know how to fix things. I say, well, no, I know how to fix a car. If my washing machine breaks, I call somebody, you know, but it's, it's, it's one of these things. And, and it's, uh, uh, what you have to do is you have to establish a relationship with somebody. You know, that's uh, somebody that you, you, you trust. I mean, you talk to your friends, your neighbors, your coworkers, you know, where do they go? What do they do? And, you know, everybody will give you uh, some great stories and they'll probably give you some not so good stories. Um, but you, you have to have somebody that you click with and uh, you can communicate. Yeah, because I, I know, I mean, usually like when the car is reasonably new and under warranty, you take it to the dealership mm-hmm. because yeah. that's the way yeah. you keep it under warranty. Sure. So so often there can be an issue when it comes off warranty and you want to find somebody, maybe somebody who charges a little less than the dealer because mm-hmm. they're pretty expensive, and also uh, somebody that's convenient. Yeah, that's right. And I think the first thing, and which is now the easy thing that consumers never had the advantage of before, is um, to confirm that they actually asked to say, make sure this mechanic has a CFQ. And all they have to do is ask for the Ontario College of Trades membership card, which will then prove that they're certified. They can also just go and check someone on the website. If uh, they're going to a, an auto body shop and they want to confirm that person's certified, they can ask for their name and just, uh, you know, Go on OntarioCollegeOfTrades.ca, go into the public membership, just punch in that name, and there you go. These are new tools that uh, that consumers never had before. So it's really a great opportunity to empower those uh, like myself who, you know, 
I, same thing, kind of a shame to say, but I didn't know anything. I still don't really know much about cars, and maybe I and should. And maybe but, don't want to know. Well, yeah. You know, when my dad said <laughs> I needed a new air filter, I thought, well, if my car smells clean enough as it is. You know, like I didn't know. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, but when we're talking about serious business like brakes and things like that that put your safety uh, and, and, you know, at mm-hmm. risk. Then, and, and the safety of others. And the safety of others, <laughs> right. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give the numbers again. I'm here with our trusted contributors from the Ontario College of Trades. We're talking talking about what to look out for when you are getting ready for your autumn tune-up of your car, which is a good idea after the summer. The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And uh, yes, they are here to take your calls and your questions. Uh, Jamie, what are some of the problems you can uh, run into if somebody who is uncertified is fixing your car or allegedly fixing your car? Right. Well, well, what what you run into is is um, is they they just don't have the proper basic training to be dealing with uh, with you know with uh, repair items in the, in the proper way, uh, simply because then they uh, as as with all uh, you know trades and compulsory trades, there, there is mandatory school time. So you actually have to go and you go and go to school uh, for so many days a year. Uh, and you then have to write exams and pass tests just like you did in grade school or high school. Um, and if you, if you don't pass, you don't make the grade, then you don't move on. And, um, you know, as with all compulsory trades, you have a certain timeline in which to complete your apprenticeship, uh, after which you're, you're not allowed to work within the trade. So uh, one of the one of the great things, though, is uh, is but about. The- have, have you seen uh, what what particular problems have have you seen that you can tell us about to look out for? Well, I know we can certainly tell you from the complaints that we've had. Okay, uh, please um, do. Yeah, that, we want to uh, so, hear about that. Uh, for example, um, we've seen a water being put in the brake fluid. Uh, we've seen brake pads put on um, ro- the wrong way. Uh, so, I mean, there's things that uh, we've seen where, you know, p- people have driven off and gotten into an accident immediately after leaving it's because things weren't done properly. So um, there's uh, things that, you, you know, you couldn't even imagine that, that uh, someone would do to a car that you uh, that is actually happening when you go to certain uh, auto body shops. So uh, yeah. people um, who've complained to you have had bad things happen. Mm-hmm. Y- yes, for sure, uh, but but the, the way I also look at it is that if you haven't taken the time to invest in yourself and your career to do the minimum standard of training, are you going to be doing – do you have a bent or, or, or uh, the ability to actually take training on today's modern vehicles? Yeah, they're, they're full of computers basically. A- absolutely. So if you didn't do the absolute basic training – what are the chances of that they're doing more advanced training? I would suggest there's two chances, slim and none, right? So, I mean, for, for the consumer, you, know, you want to make sure that the person is, is qualified and trained to deal with the modern automobile. Um, okay. Um, I think uh, there's another aspect that, mm-hmm. that people worry about, uh, and that is, uh, you know, maybe uh, they're worried that the person, <coughs> excuse me, might tell them that they need to do all kinds of expensive things that perhaps mm-hmm. they don't really need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, well, that's always a concern. That's a, that's a concern when you're when you're dealing with a, an inequity in um, in education or knowledge, right? You know, that's that's you know that happens in in many many industries, not just our own, of course. But you know, the one we hear was because everybody owns a car, right? Everybody, you know, not everybody, but you know, many people say, oh well. It, 
it, you know, I didn't know about this or I didn't know about that or I didn't trust that what they were saying was, was actually correct or true. Right. So that's where the relationship comes in. That's that's where the building up some some trust comes in. Okay. Is there is there anything else you could tell us? I mean, are there perhaps things that are easy to pump up and say you need a this or a that? Mm. No, it, not not one thing over another. I mean, the thing is, you know, cars have changed so much. You know, things that uh, that we did 10 years ago, 20 years ago, no longer need to be done. But then other services that, you know, things we do need to look at or, or should be looking at, you know, people, it, it, it kind of comes out of left field. They'll say, well, gee, I've never heard of that before. Well, you know, well, the, the Internet's a wonderful thing. There's lots of stuff out there that you can read and, and, and there's, you know, it's like everything. Everybody has opinions, you know, and like, like you don't believe everything you read. You don't believe everything you see on the Internet either. But... Um, are there one specific thing that, that I could tell you that you – no, not really. Although the, the one thing I might suggest is uh, certainly the college has been uh, looking at this as other regulatory bodies do. And uh, there's certainly ethical standards if you're a member of mm-hmm. the college. And uh, if, if someone's uh, saying, oh, well, you know, we'll – if you just want to cash under the table or they're um, suggesting that something costs a lot of money and, uh, you know, you obviously, I think, would want to get a second opinion. And uh, and if it looks like the person was trying to gouge you or rip you off, then please call us. And we're going to come down there and visit that, that auto body shop. Yeah, what about, um, you know, people go on the Internet for all mm-hmm. kinds of things. Yeah. Like, you know, they share restaurant reviews or, right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. How, yeah. uh, you know... Reliable is that? Very, very reliable. We we actually um, find ourselves that uh, we have a, actually quite a bit of business these days is being driven because everybody goes online, everybody checks you out, and I mean if you don't, you know, if you've got a a, a poor reputation, uh, or you know, and and in in some cases, what it will be is not necessarily that the people are dishonest; it's that they're quite honestly they're lousy communicators. You know, they're, they're, they're lousy in, 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 in discussing with people. The, the way we look at it and how we train our people to, to work is that we're counselors. We're, you're, you're, you're hiring us as your professional to give you advice. You know, it's still your money. It's your vehicle. It's your decision, right? But it's our job to, quote, manage the pain, if you will, for you to try to help you along to make the correct decision, you know, so you don't spend too much. And you, you, fix, the, you fix what needs to be fixed today. And we help you budget as to what you need to be doing for down the road. That's uh, that's very interesting. Uh, I would like to get into that aspect mm-hmm. of things when we come back from a break. Before we go to break, I'm going to give the numbers again. I'm here with our trusted contributors from the Ontario College of Trades. We're talking about your autumn tune-up for your car, which you should be doing, and uh, how to avoid being ripped off, how to get good work done, and uh, also how to make sure that you kind of budget for what your car's going to need. That seems like a very useful thing to do. Uh, the numbers before we go, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And we will be back after this. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back to Fight Back. I'm here with our trusted contributors from the Ontario College of Trades. We're talking about how to avoid, how to steer clear about getting ripped off 
or taken for a ride when you take your car in. The numbers to call, 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. And, uh, Jamie, you were just telling me that the average age of a car on the road now is nine years old. So yeah, that's right. that must mean, like, that's... Yeah. You've got maintenance bills then. That's right. You have some maintenance for sure. But the quality of the vehicle has improved so much over the past 20 years. It's, it's, it's incredible. Uh, you know, a, a, uh, when they used to have like 60-month uh, payments, you know, five-year, a five-year loan or 48-month, whatever the case is, you know, uh, 25 years ago, 20 years ago, once, once you finished paying the car off, maybe you'd get another year out of it that was relatively trouble-free. And then all of a sudden, you know, then, then the, you know, it starts piling up. I mean, even, even the, the body condition and so on is our, our the bodies are so much better these days so a nine-year-old car um is is not a piece of junk you can actually look to uh, you know continue driving that car for another couple of years it becomes a second car maybe it becomes uh, a, a vehicle that your 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 child or whatever the case takes off the university or college whatever the case and or you turn around and you sell it to somebody else and they're going to drive that thing for another four or five six years and and the, they have the ability to do that you can do that now, you know. Whereas twenty five years ago, eh, you know, you'd be you'd be kind of wondering because perhaps you might get left on the side of the road. That's what I would say to people: when you're actually driving, pay attention to how many cars you actually see. You know, forget about flat tires, but you actually see quote broken down on the side of the road with the hood up. I, I bet you most people would say that they can't remember the last time they saw that. And should you expect uh, bigger repair bills the way you, I mean, my recollection is, Mm -hmm. and this is not Mm -hmm. from the last two cars, is that as soon as the car came off warranty, there were big bills. Yeah, that's the way it used to be. It's not that way now. But but one of the, the things that I talk about, about building a relationship with somebody, to give you an example. Um, you bring your car in, and it's now October, you want to come in, you're going to get your oil change and put your winter tires on. And... I say to you, out of the blue, oh, guess what, you know, Libby, today, yeah, you're going to need brakes. You know, it's going to be $1,400. If you, Is that if, what it costs? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, depending yeah. on the vehicle. I'm just saying if you do front and yeah. back brakes, whatever the case is, I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm, you know, going a little high there. But, yeah. Well, well if you don't, if you, a, if, I'm going to get a if, second if, price check on okay. that. Well, if you own a Land Rover. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, but, but I'm, I'm just saying. So, but if, I, if, if, if I've been looking after your car, your vehicle, since it came off warranty, and you and I have had a relationship for the past two or three years, and all of a sudden you come to me and I tell you that, then I haven't been doing my job, and I'll tell you why. The last oil change interval, you and I should have had a discussion, and I should have said to you, you know what, in the fall, these brakes, by the amount of you're driving, you're driving about 22,000, 23,000 kilometers a year, we've measured the brake pads, we've looked, we've looked at the manufacturer's recommendation as to how much brake pad is left, you know what? Probably at the next oil change interval, you're going to need brakes. Let me do an estimate for you so you can help you budget, help you save some money, okay? And then, but, but, when you bring the vehicle in and we install the tires, we pull the tires off, we're going to recheck them because we have the notation in our computer. We know what we did last time. We know what we discussed with you. We'll check you and we'll give you another opinion. Maybe they'll be okay. Maybe Maybe not, okay? If you have any issues in between, give us a call. We'll get you in. Right, that's that's what I mean by establishing a relationship with somebody. I mean, it, it's my job as a technician. Everybody says, "Oh, they're going to look at the car. They're going to tell me a whole bunch of stuff that's wrong." You know what? That's my job. It's still, well, as I always say, it's your vehicle, it's your money. 
It's your decision. And if you want to go get a second opinion, I would welcome that too because I know myself as a, as a certified automotive technician, I'm going to tell you straight goods. If you want to go get a second opinion, not going to hurt my feelings. And, and you might also tell somebody, okay, this, you got to do this now. Yep. Uh, this, you can put this off a little bit. Absolutely. You, you'd be a great service advisor because that's exactly what we try to <laughs> I do. I don't think so. Well, but, 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 that, but, but that's the theory. And, and, I mean, if you're not getting that from, from the shop, then you, then you don't have an established relationship. And that, that's what I say to people. That's how to, as you say, avoid being ripped off. It's, it's to, to find someone who's going to give you that because that's what, as a consumer, that's what you deserve. Uh, you were saying, uh, Sherry, Jamie was saying that in addition to the Ontario College of Trades, there's a consumer protection agency. Yeah, I mean, I think there's always been uh, um, opportunities for people to, to check on uh, on, on, on companies. Um, so uh, so that's, that's another avenue to go. I mean, I think for us, one of the things that, that we um, also would like to highlight is, uh, is because we're trying to increase awareness uh, for the public is, uh, and which auto body shops who are out there listening today should pay attention to, is that when we do charge and, and have convictions, we're now posting that on our website. And mm-hmm. that doesn't go away. So uh, the public can now see who are the people that are actually ripping them off. And, uh, and we're making sure everybody knows that. Well, well and, and, and they see conviction the people that... Conviction, what... what um goes along with a conviction other than being posted on... on well, so fines, and it depends on whether it's an individual mm-hmm. or a company, and the companies that can go up from five to $10,000. But I could tell you, if, for, for most uh, organizations, uh, it's, it's that, uh, um, the, the bad reputation and, uh, and that your, your name's now on a website that's going to be more uh, of fear than, than actually the fine. But um, depending on what you're doing, I mean, we certainly have gone after companies where, uh, you know, they've been fixing um, taxi taxi cabs and with unauthorized uh, um, automotive tax and uh, same thing with school buses. So uh, we're going out tell there me, blitzing. Tell me about the school bus thing. That that is scary because uh, the yep. school year just started. <clears throat> People have kids mm-hmm. and grand excuse me grandkids, and we know that there there was a shortage of school buses. Mm-hmm. And now, mm-hmm. what have you found? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, for the most part, it's it's good news, but uh, not a hundred percent good news. Um, we decided to be proactive, which is something that you know maybe other regulatory bodies uh, might want to do as well, and some of them probably do. But we realized, hey, it's it is school's uh, bus season, so we went out and blitzed across uh, um, the province, uh, checking on on uh, shops that were working on school buses um, just to make sure to so we could protect those you know give peace of mind to to parents that their kids are getting transported safely and uh, for the most part uh, we found a very very high 97 percent compliance rate but frankly it's got to be 100 percent we can't have anybody out there touching a school bus uh, fixing it who isn't qualified so but you did find people and what tell me about the violations you found so uh, so right now it's because it's uh, it's it's just a charge uh, it's obviously we don't get into the details other than if there's someone is not uh, doesn't have their certification to be doing the work and was uh, on site at the shop doing some work then uh, then we charge we charge the company um, so once that's actually would go through and be a conviction then we would be able to get into you know sort of the details uh, of that but uh, but that person was clearly uh, pulled off the the job and uh, we made sure that um, that's not happening. Well, and nobody's but, been doing that before. But what it shows is that uh, there there were several 
companies that operate school buses that didn't bother to check this. I I find that incredible. Well, and I mean, I think this is something that certainly the province needs to keep pushing. um, And we talk about the lack of skilled trades and the shortages coming. Well, we better be making sure that, you know, in everything we do, whether it's, and I'm not even just, this is just going beyond auto bottle, but when you're uh, out there, contractors hiring people to to do work, that they're certified and that we don't gloss over that. This is something that consumers need to demand that we are making sure that the people that wire our homes, fix our cars are certified. Mm -hmm. Uh, In those cases where you found uh, school buses that were being worked on by people who weren't certified, uh, can you tell us where they were? Uh, I don't have that that information on me right now. But what I can say is they never went on the roads as far as I can say. And part of it could be, here's part of the issue, is sometimes there's people that uh, may may have been working on them for years. And that's why we're here to sort of change that because um, they they may just be missing a few things to actually write. Or maybe they've just have never written their certification, right? Um, They've been doing it for years. And we, we have a process to actually help those folks get into compliance. Um, so it's, it's a big process, but uh, our, our job is to, to finally step in there and, and make sure and be proactive. So before anyone's doing anything, we've, uh, we, we got ahead of the school bus season. So that's, that's the good news. That, that is the good news, but still a little bit scary, I have to say. You bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so uh, you found some school buses. Uh, are, are there any other places that you're going to go and do that proactive thing? Yeah, so we, same thing. So, um, you know, one of the, if, you know, sort of get to the biggest uh, bang for your buck, per se, is, is to go things where there's a massive public safety. So, for example, um, auto body places where they're working on public transportation, like auto body, uh, like a taxi cab company, you know, that are fixing things where they're being used by a lot of people and where we as consumers have no idea. You get into a car and uh, some of them do assuming- not. I, I use taxis a lot, and mm-hmm. some of them, I have to say, you get in there and you think, oh, my. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and what are the standards for, you know, the inspection and, and making sure the work is good? Jim, oh, mm-hmm. uh, oh, I'm just, I mean, maybe. Uh, at this point in time, uh, minimal. Uh, fortunately, you know, the college is there, you know, they're with their um, inspection service and enforcement. Uh, mandate. Um, you know, they're actually out doing this kind of stuff. I mean, quite honestly, previously, before the college's inception, it was the Wild West. Um, you know, it's kind of whatever whatever goes and, you know, whatever. And uh, that's. Uh, <laughs> have you, have you been doing these inspections on, on taxis? Well, yeah. So, what we, uh, in fact, we were in. Uh, we worked actually and ended up working in cooperation with uh, uh, a couple of the regulatory bodies and uh, the police um, where we actually went in and we caught um, a company that was using uncertified mechanics to uh, to work on, on taxis. And uh, it led to an investigation about actually falsifying safety certificates. Uh, and, uh, and that company was actually also charged by the police. So uh, it, it, but it was because we were the, uh, as they say, can you give us ground, more details if they're uh, they're on our website? There was a Guelph company uh, uh, that uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're I don't think they're operating anymore. But uh, yep. uh, but we went in and uh, and that was the the benefit of, of having our folks out there uh, proactively uh, checking on these sites. But but it's not just not just companies. They're also checking individual shops. Yes, you know individual mm-hmm. garages, individual body shops. They're they're on. On construction sites, they're they're making sure that the people who are out interacting and dealing with the public are certified to do what they should do. That's why Sherry says, you know, the 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 great resources, the um, 
is is the regist- registr- mm-hmm. the, <laughs> the list of registrars yeah. on the website. Mm-hmm. You can actually go and look somebody up. Um, I, I'm wondering uh, if you have any thoughts. I mean, more and more people are using Uber. Uber, it's, you know, whoever. Mm-hmm. Somebody just decides to become an Uber driver. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think you need to do any more inspections on those? Well, once once again, I mean, with with Uber, though, I mean, uh, you know, how do you find them? That's that's the problem, you know. But uh, but that that person still has a you know a, an obligation to them to the the client to themselves and to the other people on the road that their vehicle is safe, you know, and that it's being maintained and looked after properly. Mm-hmm. When when uh, a vehicle is well maintained, do you think that there needs to be something? That the uh, the cabs post themselves, uh, or you know, some anything that's a public vehicle that's in the car. It's oh. a great idea. It's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, absolutely. I mean, I'd like you know. It's, it's, well, it is like we've thought about you know um, actually issuing uh, you know sort of something that someone can put on their uh, their their uh, whether it's their business or their their vehicle to say it's been you know uh, certified uh, or checked just like you know when you go into a restaurant. Uh, I mean, I, I think we're a ways away from that, but boy, I, I really like that idea, and I think uh, you know it's something we've looked at. How could we make that work in a practical fashion? Uh, okay, uh, we have time for one quick phone call. We've got Jim in Hanover. Hi, Jim. Hi. Uh, I was just inquiring, Libby, to the gentleman you have there. I was a station engineer, and I retired, and uh, I let my license relapse. So about three or four years later, I wanted to get back into the trade. All the knowledge I had is still there, but I didn't have a license. And there's a lot of hoopla to get your license renewed. Is there a simple thing that could be done about things like that? Well, I'll, 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 let, uh, I'll let Sherry answer that, but there is a process. Yes, there yeah, is. Yeah, so we have uh, something called T, which is Trade Equivalency Assessment. So actually, uh, if you um, have all your, your history and, and uh, uh, you know, ver- verify you know, that you've worked this many hours, this many uh, uh, years, um, and have that training, then uh, you can actually just come in and you supply that information to us, and we'll put you through an assessment. And uh, uh, you may have to write uh, you know, an exam, but, but, uh, um, but we can get you in um, fast-track through the system because of that. So that's, that's something we acknowledge. Even if it's for people outside the country as well, we do that. So it's called the T process, and it's right on our website. You can check it out, and uh, it will get you uh, where you need to be a lot faster. Okay, um, we have to wrap things up. Jim, thanks for your call. Thank you. Okay, and so before we go, why don't you just give us the website? And Yes, uh, collegeoftrades.ca. Okay, that's easy enough. And that is all the time we have for Fight Back for today. Thanks so much to our trusted contributors from the Ontario College of Trades. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.